0: Welcome to Power Up, a podcast show hosted by Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio that brings life to some of the stories on power electronics technologies and products featured on powerelectronicsnews.com and through other Aspencore media publications. In this show, you'll hear both engineers and executives discuss news, challenges and opportunities for power electronics in markets such as automotive, industrial and consumer. Here is your host, Editor-in-Chief of PowerElectronicsNews.com and eeweb.com, Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to this new episode of PowerUp. Today we will introduce the agenda of PowerUp Visual Conference of the next week. Power electronics technologies have undergone a radical transformation, as you know, following the introduction of gallium nitride and carbide. These materials, in fact, have characteristics that make them particularly suitable for applications that operate at high voltages and high switching frequencies. To fully exploit the potential offered by wideband gap technologies, designers must understand the challenges of these materials. Main topics to discuss during a power-up are not only gallium nitride and but also the next progress of superjunction MOSFET, power management trends, and applications such as electric vehicle and motor control. I have the pleasure to talk about uh, PowerUp up Visual Conference uh, in this uh, podcast with Stephen Shackle, Director of Global Supplier Management at Arrow Electronics. He spent a combined 12 years at Onsemi and Infineo Technologies in various engineering and marketing rules related to power semiconductors. He has uh, a Bachelor of Science degree in Electrical Engineering from Arizona State University. Let me introduce Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Welcome aboard. How are you?
2: Good, Mauricio. I'm uh, glad to be here and looking forward to uh, power up next week. But uh, let me uh, introduce myself. I'm uh, Stephen Shackle, the uh, Director of uh, Global Supplier Management at AeroElectronics, Electronics, where I'm responsible for the Advanced Power Technology segment at Aero globally. And what that means is for advanced power we're focused on specifically wide band gap devices such as silicon carbide and gan but also extending into all other power uh, semiconductor spaces as well such as silicon MOSFET, superjunction igbts and so forth
1: great good so power up is uh, is coming back next week uh, uh, we have this uh, conference so what are your expectations so this year the main topics uh, as said uh, earlier are wideband gap uh, semiconductors semi- semiconductor, uh, silicon carbide but not only superjunction mosfet uh, we will analyze several applications also analyze several applications in power electronics
2: yeah so w- first i'm gonna say i'm expecting another great year for power up right, looking at the lineup of uh, impressive speakers in the agenda so I'm sure we'll get some enlightening insights during the lectures and also some energetic discussions on the panels that you'll be hosting, Mauricio. And then also, as far as the topics, um, I'm really glad to see topics outside of Wide Band Gap. Wide Band Gap is a highly important topic as it is quickly evolving and finding new homes, but we really can't forget that there are still really a lot of new developments occurring in silicon MOSFETs and IGBTs that are keeping them competitive in the market as well. So really happy to see a diverse lineup of topics even outside of wide band gap. Then if we look, um, I did notice a couple of things that stood out to me in the agenda. One is the the topic of wide band gap in motor controls. I remember a few years ago that this was – Barely talked about at the benefit, as the benefits are not as clearly visible. But today, um, we have multiple talks about it and, and looking forward to see what they have found during next week's power up. And then the, the last thing I'll mention there is just there's two words that stood out to me, and that's revolution and decarbonization. The, these words are mentioned multiple times throughout the agenda, and it, it really reflects on the fact that the world needs wide band gap power se- semiconductors to drive a revolution in the world towards decarbonization.
1: So we will talk about uh, decarbonization. Before that, uh, so you mentioned panels, so I will moderate uh, three panels, one about uh, wideband so, gap, gallium nitride and cyanobide, another one... Uh, uh, in specific, about uh, reliability for wideband gap, and uh, another one on day three, uh, a, a panel about uh, power management trends. So, a lot of great speakers will share their thoughts. So, as power electronics uh, continues to evolve, what are the main challenges uh, and considerations that designers and engineers need to address from uh, your point of view as uh, Arrow?
2: Yeah, I would say the the one main consideration that we're seeing from a, an Aero perspective, and where we can add a, a lot of value to to customers, is designers need to address what technology do they really need. Is it silicon carbide, GAN, or is IGBTs or superjunction good enough for their requirements? So it's not all applications need silicon carbide, or and same can be said for GAN. So it's needs to be clearly understood what um, what are the requirements that they're trying to design for, and they may not need to do a, a full redesign of their system to move to silicon carbide or GAN. They could get that needed improvement by the new generations of IGBTs or superjunction devices out there. Um, from a challenge perspective, it's, it's clear that, the supply of silicon carbide hasn't really caught up to the demand for silicon carbide as it's accelerated so quickly that this they can't install enough capacity to, to catch up to that demand. So designers are having to think ahead before um, of how am I going to make sure I get the silicon carbide devices when I go into production. So they're having to design dual or triple sources for those for those sockets and that leads to a a different challenge of not every silicon carbide or, or GAN device is driven in the same way with the gate drive voltages so they're having to make compromises or or make design changes to adjust for that as well so I think those are the the main consideration and the main challenges that designers are going to be facing today.
1: So, going ahead, what are the, uh, the future prospects of wide band gap materials uh, in this uh, industry? Again, silicon uh, carbide, but also other materials. You mentioned decarbonization. So, are there any new developments uh, or advancements on, on the horizon that could improve their efficiency and impact on decarbonization efforts?
2: Yeah, so there, I think the, I'll just first say the, the future is bright for Y-band gap materials. I think there's going to be a, a lot of different things that pop up for them. I, we may not even know what they are. The um, example is one of those is EV toll or vertical takeoff and, and lift uh, landing dev- craft mm-hmm. that is purely enabled by silicon carbide technology and the efficiencies and power densities that they can get there. So there's going to be other applications like that that are going to be emerging. And with that, there's we're in the early stages of wide band gap semiconductors. If you look at what MOSFETs, silicon MOSFETs, are still doing in terms of efficiency and performance improvements, they're still getting 10% improvements in their figure of merits. And they've been around for a long time, mm-hmm. silicon carbide and GAN are really just starting off and we're seeing huge generational leaps in terms of performance that's just going to further impact the uh their efficiency and ultimately decarbonization efforts.
1: Let's focus on uh, silicon carbide. So, a lot of uh, investments in uh, in silicon carbide manufacturing uh, uh, but also reliability. So, we will talk about reliability testing during uh, uh the panel on the on the second day so what's your thought about this uh uh, technology um, for electric vehicles for energy renewable energies
2: yeah i would say uh, a lot may a your statement of a lot of investments may even be an understatement mauricio as it seems there's a, a weekly occurrence for announcements around a silicon carbide investment so there's a lot of activity happening there. Huge amounts of money being spent to to in capacity for silicon carbide. So it's uh, understood from the manufacturers' side that uh, they need to be putting money there. And then from my thoughts of the technology, one huge fan of it. As I see, it's a technology that is helping the world accelerate and drive this revolution towards decarbonization. It's doing it in so many different ways. You mentioned electric vehicles, right? It's enabling longer range in electric vehicles. It's making industrial motor drives more efficient, which today they actually consume nearly 45% of the world's electricity. So if we make slight improvements there, we can have dramatic savings in terms of how much energy and electricity we are consuming as a as a worldwide. And then... Looking at solar inverters, they're making them more efficient, more cost effective, so making them more desirable for new installations. And then I mentioned before, EV toll, it's completely enabling new innovations. So, EV toll is one of those, and there's going to be many more applications that are enabled by silicon carbide.
1: So, Steven, in conclusion, power up. Uh is coming back is back next uh, next week powerup-expo.com is uh, an opportunity for engineers managers academics uh, and students from all over the world to to learn the latest advances and applications in uh, power electronics uh, and uh, related uh, technologies let me say that uh, power electronics is everywhere tell me your uh, final comment about uh, power up and uh, what will be the next frontier for these technologies?
2: Yeah, one, really looking forward to that, to power up next week. It's going to be uh, really a, a great expo and con- conference there. A lot of great topics. Um, I, I went through the speakers, as I mentioned in the beginning, a lot of well-known, um, great speakers there. So I, we're for sure going to get uh, a great uh, knowledge from them. And then as far as you know anticipation for what the frontier looks like, power electronics is now becoming the something exciting to talk about in the semiconductor yeah. world and, and even beyond semiconductor worlds. It's making its way into the government, political conversations, and so forth. So it's it's definitely a very bright future and and frontier there. I think if I look at what manufacturers are Look, going to do in the next developments. I'm hoping that they make some generational leaps in terms of packaging. As the packaging today that they're using is really mm-hmm. based on silicon devices, and having some innovation in the packaging would definitely help us get more performance out of the wide band gap materials. And looking at the applications. Silicon Combride has already conquered really automotive, specifically in the EV traction space, or the traction inverter space. So I'm looking to see more uses in the industrial applications such as motor drives. And then same for GAN, they've done well in the power supply space, but I see in the next couple of years making a significant impact on the automotive market. So again, really looking forward to power up next week.
1: Thank you, Stephen. Thanks a lot uh, for your time. Looking forward to seeing you at PowerUp. See you there.
2: Thanks, Mauricio.
0: That brings us to the end of this episode. Stay tuned with more news and technical aspects about Power Electronics. If you are listening to this on the podcast page at eetimes.com or powerelectronicsnews.com, links to articles on topics we have discussed are shown on this page. Power Up is brought to you by Aspen Core Media. The host is Maurizio Di Paolo Emilio, and the producer is James Ead.